Hi everyone and welcome back to Discerning Consciousness podcast. I'm your host Ant and you join me today in the latest episode which is number 107 and that is entitled Is the Storm About to Hit? So um, I think you've probably all seen the uh, dramatic news headlines in both the uh, mainstream and alternative uh, media in terms of impending doom and gloom and um, economic catastrophe. It does seem as if um, the world right now is um, facing an unprecedented set of circumstances and a series of events that seems to be pointing to uh, an impending crisis that um, it could affect um, all aspects um, of our lives. And um, it might be um, something that, that we've never actually witnessed before. I mean, obviously we've had economic crisis, uh, economic collapses in the past. One thinks of the Wall Street crash and the Great Depression, uh, of course, from 1929 onwards. But um, what we have now is unprecedented in that it's, it's, so many, um, it's affecting so many people around the world. And obviously... Um, since the uh, Great Depression, the economy has changed tremendously and we now have a, uh, a globalised system of uh, trade and finance which um, in terms of the economy and the production and distribution of goods relies on um, next day delivery and, and, as, and as you may be experiencing in, in your own lives and communities we're seeing that beginning to, beginning to break down now with disruptions to the supply line and massive increase in in prices and of course um, increases in energy prices as well so um, in this episode really what I want to talk about is first of all what I'm going to look at is some of the main factors that you may or may not be aware of in terms of the economy in terms of the financial system uh, in terms of the social fabric of um, societies primarily in the western world and um, why they seem to be in a terminal um, series of um, decline really and then in the second part I'm going to look at how we as individuals how can we um, navigate um, all of this crisis uh, and turmoil Um, because um, it can feel um, really kind of overwhelming what is our role in the midst of all of this and of course we also need to keep ourselves firmly grounded and rooted in our centre so we can be a productive member of our local community and of service to our family and friends because we don't want to um, we don't want to lose ourselves in um, a lot of the uh, doom porn scenarios that um, many irresponsible people are spreading in the alternative media but more of that later so um, first of all in this first section we're going to look at is the um, global financial system so on the surface at least it appears as if the markets remain buoyant they're at an all-time high of course as we know uh, financial indices like the FTSE and the Dow um, they've recovered all their losses that they sustained after the banking crisis of 08 and 09 but um, the colliery to that is we know it's a completely unsustainable situation Uh, It's a bubble, the likes of which we have never, ever seen before. And at some point, as we know, I'm not an economist, but just through the basic laws of physics, (laughs) 
we know at a certain point it's going to go pop. And many financial analysts uh, are saying that that could well be within the next few months. So, of course, what's been driving this uh, boom is low interest rates. And um, so that means that uh, debt has been able to be uh, brought and sold um, at minimal cost. And, of course, uh, that means our own personal debt in terms of things like credit cards. Uh, repayments and loans have remained pretty low. But that all appears to be ending now with many central banks around the world indicating that the days of low interest rates are over. And uh, here in the UK, the head of the Bank of England is saying that by next April, interest rates will have to go up by maybe perhaps at least 1%, which would, of course, produce a disastrous uh, consequence for many consumers who've relied on, on cheap credit. So since the uh, banking crisis, as I say, back in 2008, 2009, we've seen a massive expansion of the money supply with things like quantitative easing, trillions of dollars created out of thin air and pumped into the economy. That's usually a euphemism to pumped into uh, the pockets of bankers. But of course, we've seen this with the COVID stimulus checks in the United States. But um, even uh, a lot of mainstream financial analysts now are, um, are coming out and admitting um, the central banks are running out of options and um, this uh, Ponzi scheme, as it's known as, really, as I was saying before, could go pop at any time. And um, in recent weeks, we've all heard about um, the Evergrande crisis, the Chinese property company, which seems to be close to defaulting. Um, so there are many, many, um, many different factors that seem... Uh, appear on the surface at least to indicate that the uh, global uh, financial system could be about to um, about to uh, to go pop and we could see massive losses and people of course would uh, lose all their investments in 401ks and pensions and things like that so it's um, it's a very worrying time for people who who do have investments and um, yeah it's uh, it's a very uncertain time and it does i mean as i said i'm not an economist but i did get into looking at things like financial uh, instruments credit default swaps and how the markets work uh, back in 2008 when lehman brothers collapsed because um it's a fascinating area so um and i remember um what really first triggered my interest was um a really fascinating video on, on YouTube called Money as Debt. It basically explains how the global financial system works and the creation of debt and interest and how, I think that was produced in about 08, 09. But it, it, it is, um, check it out if you haven't already done so because it basically explains how this system is, is, um, is completely unsustainable. And eventually uh, we could well experience the likes of a, the inflation that we've seen in countries like Venezuela and Argentina in the past, back in the late 90s, when the true value of a fiat currency, i.e. paper, will be revealed to all. Uh, I do must admit, I hope it doesn't get to that stage because, um, 
because things will get uh, extremely grim and I don't want to live in a in a world where it descends into a Mad Max type of society and of course that lends credence to the view that um, we could be moving into some sort of digital currency to offset the collapse or maybe that they will um, use the uh, rollout of a, a global digital currency um, as kind of like a problem reaction solution scenario we don't know we're just moving on to the next factor which is the global economy of course which we uh, we know is under extreme uh, stress at the moment in terms of supply lines we've all seen the pictures of um, container ships uh, I think off the east coast of the states New York um, whereby they're all backing up uh, and they're not managing to uh, dock in port and you may well have experienced problems getting hold of building materials building supplies uh, other products or you may uh, you may be uh, experiencing uh, massive increases in in prices now um, a real uh, good source of information in terms of the economy supply lines disruptions to food supply lines um, is a YouTube account called Ice Age Farmer you may or may not be familiar uh, he gives some uh, amazing information of what's going on and also in recent weeks I found a, a good site for all you preppers out there called Adapt 2030 I think that's a play on words obviously UN Agenda 2030 and they look at all different aspects from farming just um, the fact that um, uh, the availability of things like pesticides uh, and uh, one of the videos I was looking at recently we were talking about uh, wheat and barley crop yields and how they're dropping and some real fascinating videos on there so check that out so yeah like I'm saying um, shortages of basic goods and uh, rising energy prices and we were also having predictions of mass power outages which again is a uh, extremely worrying especially here in the northern hemisphere uh, as we're coming into the winter now and uh, recently we've seen um, in China they've had uh, um, shortages of power and power outages and also another thing as we know that's causing massive problems uh, to the economy in many countries is these ridiculous Covid vax mandates and we've seen uh, recently, I believe it was Delta Airlines in the United States, had to drop their mandate, demanding that all their pilots and cabin crew uh, take the dreaded uh, Rona vaccine. And we've also seen the same pressure applied in terms of vax mandates to healthcare services and uh, public sector uh, workers um, across, across places like um, the United States. So here in the UK, we're seeing massive um, staff shortages in the care sector because coming up in a few weeks time is the deadline for staff to be vaxxed and many are choosing, many brave souls are choosing to leave, uh, choosing to leave the profession. And of course, the trouble is we could be looking at a situation whereby um, if uh, basic services like uh, fire, uh, fire, um, fire brigade and police and, and water treatment works, if they're short of staff, we could be looking at a situation where basic services cannot be provided, then society is really on the verge of um, collapsing. Now, um, 
is this all planned or is this just a byproduct of the impact of covid who who knows who knows but as i said at the beginning it does seem as if globalization is is unwinding and i think we all knew deep down that at some stage this was going to happen but maybe we didn't think it would happen in our lifetimes but it does seem as if the cheap and easy available products from china is is coming to an end and some might argue that this is a good thing but the only problem is um is the uh lack of slack or i should say um lack of economic capacity in domestic economies to um you know if the engineering laves aren't there to produce the little widgets and if the factories aren't there which in the main uh, in countries like here in the UK and in the United States they aren't anymore you can't just you can't how can we um how can we uh you know create a system whereby we have an alternative domestic economy is is debatable it will take years and of course there's no there's no political there's no political will to do that so at the same time just moving on to another factor here to set the uh, background or pretext for this particular episode and this idea of an impending storm hitting so i've just spoken about the uh, economic factors and the global financial system which seems to be teetering on the brink of course the other thing we need to consider is the planetary level fascinating and the huge um, energetic shifts that are happening right now and um, I follow the work of Laurie Ladd. Uh, she puts out a load of great information. And Laura Eisenhower. Uh, check out their YouTube channels uh, in terms of this um, upgrade that's happening uh, to our um, DNA. And we're moving from Homo sapiens to ho Homo luminous. It's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? So basically, we're being upgraded, upgraded and the planet, of course. And the other things, of course, are Grand Solar Minimum got changes massive changes on Schumann resonance pole shifts we got numerous solar solar flares from the Sun and all of this activity is uh, is massively increasing at this time and it's just adding to the mix of all these uh, all these traumatic events that are occurring that seem to be um, seem to be pointing to some sort of um, some sort of uh, climax shall we say and also um just a brief little uh update with regards to covid19 i just um briefly touched upon it but we're seeing increasing protests and uh, legal challenges and more and more whistleblowers are coming out and this all the uh, the um the various kind of draconian measures varies from country to country and and state to state of course in america just a little flavour of recent amount announcements. We had that delightful person, Senator Chuck Schumann, who actually came out and said if uh, TSA staff refused the COVID vax uh, mandate and uh, refused to be vaccinated, then, then they can use dogs instead of paid staff. This just shows you the mentality of uh, what we're dealing with here in this particular character, Mr Schumer. Who um, Chuck Schumer, who who actually reminds me of Shylock. I don't know if you've ever seen him, but he is one extremely unpleasant character. And also, of course, we've still got now the booster shots being pushed. And and yet at the same time, 
Japan recently announced that they are, they are stopping the vaccine rollout and they're using alternative proven medical treatments instead. And as I said last time, I think, on Discerning Consciousness podcast, there are all these anomalies and discrepancies between different countries. So it does um, make you wonder how long they can keep this storyline, this narrative going. And in terms of this sort of idea of a storm hitting, it does make you wonder. We're hearing more and more reports of people having serious side effects, more and more reports of people hearing, not in the mainstream media, sorry, hearing reports of people dying after having the shots, the vax. Um, there are those that are saying that there's going to be a mass die-off in the winter months here in the Northern Hemisphere when we, as we head, head into respiratory flu season. I don't, I don't, I personally don't see that happening. I think a lot of the shots are blanks or saline solutions and primarily I think this is um, the Covid vax or fake vax I should say is really about um, creating more control within society. Uh, it's about moving us towards this sort of the um, transhumanist agenda whereby people have no freedom no individuality so I don't see it necessarily as um, something planned and designed to cause a mass die-off I could be wrong but let's just imagine a scenario whereby millions of people you know start dropping um, from the fake Covid vaccine well how are they how are they gonna how are they gonna even the mainstream media is not going to be able to cover that one up so that's just something else to throw into the mix and also in terms of culture and society, I don't know if you've seen, but more and more um, incidents of people just losing their shit, for want of a better phrase. More and more violence between people, people just uh, acting in irrational and inexplicable ways. As the energy energies increase on the planet, it does seem as if those who are unwilling you know, to shift their consciousness, those who are still wedded to the... To the uh, to the illusion, the mainstream storyline, if you like, they're coming under more and more and more pressure. And it does seem as if everything is just, yeah, there's more hostility, there's more uh, division, and the culture just continues to de degenerate, really. And there's something that broke on the BBC, no, it wasn't BBC, was it on the Daily Mail's here in the UK yesterday, and this is just an example of this whole woke culture, I put it under this umbrella. So there's a, a university lecturer in the States by the name of Brittany Cooper. You may well have seen this. And she's a professor at Rutgers University. I think that's how you pronounce it. I think that's kind of New York State way. I could be wrong. Forgive me, uh, US listeners, listeners, I could be wrong. Anyway, um, this was a classic issue of uh, race baiting. And she came out, you know, she was interviewing someone. And she actually said that white people are villains and um, they need to be taken out. Her exact words were, we've, we've got to take white people out. Now, um, if that isn't an example of hate crime, uh, then I don't know what is. It's scary to think that students in the States are being taught by this woman. And as I watched her and listened to her, I was just thinking that, you know, I actually felt sorry for this woman to be filled with so much hate. Can you imagine living your life filled with so much hate? But there you are. That's where we are. It's just another example of the degeneracy of the culture. 
and as we all know, race sexual divisions are continually stoked by the mainstream media in the most de divisive way. Uh, and they report on these issues in, in deliberately provocative way, as I say, to, to stoke division and hatred between people. And this is just causing more and more conflict between people uh, within society. Perhaps you've witnessed some of that yourself. Now, of course, the problem with that also is if we, if we, it does seem as if we're going to go into very hard economic times. We don't know the depth of that at the moment. And as I said at the beginning, we need to, you know, we need to keep grounded. Don't lose ourselves in doom porn. More of that in a while. But as people's as the financial pressures increase on people, I just think that the culture is, is going to degenerate even more. So it's certainly going to be an interesting thing to keep an eye on. So that's something else that I want to cover in terms of these factors that are in the melting pot of this quiet storm that's brewing. Uh, we're about to see um, a storm break or a storm hit. Is on a spiritual level in our own personal lives. I know from my perspective, more and more blind spots are coming to the surface. Areas of my life that I thought I'd healed, of course, primarily from childhood traumas coming to the surface again so it needs revisiting and I know from my friends and um, hearing through friends of friends that relationships are under massive strain like never before perhaps you're losing people out of your life friendships that no longer serve and um, it can be quite difficult because I know uh, a lot of us are feeling like um, how can we exist in this crazy world anymore seems to be a general lack of meaning and purpose and I know I have this real strong feeling to escape the madness and find my proverbial tribe and retreat from mainstream society and as I've said before in discerning consciousness that may or may not be um, may not be the answer but yeah it, it's a really difficult time and I know it's not comparable to the second world war we're not being shipped off into prisoner of war camps we're not being rounded up and shot and all the rest of it but this is a psychological war a uh, third world war as i call it as many people online in the alt media are describing it and in some in some ways it can be even harder because um it's kind of so intangible and it impacts us deeply on a psychological and emotional level they're so just moving on now so in terms of these factors that I've just been talking about, and I haven't gone into too much detail, uh, just really kind of skirted the surface, just to give you guys a general impression of uh, the crisis that we're facing right now, which we all need to do, which we all need to, sorry, I should say, detach from. And that's why I love doing these recordings, as you can hear from deep in the heart of the New Forest here on the south coast on the UK. I'm blessed to live near such a lovely location, and it does give me inspiration whilst I'm speaking to you guys so yeah how are these events going to play out it's um it is extremely difficult to remain grounded uh, and we feel overwhelmed by all the possibilities and future scenarios and I mean I'm quite lucky in that I don't have children and I don't have really I don't have a partner or a wife at the moment so I don't have too many responsibilities I mean obviously I have friends but I don't have too many responsibilities on a personal level and I know lots of you guys do and it's it's worrying if you have children you know what's the future going to be for them and if you or your partner husband or wife are in 
particular professions where you're being forced to take the fake uh, COVID vaccine, you know, it takes a lot of bravery to, to, to resist the pressure and coercion. And it's not easy to just move to a different pro profession or perhaps go freelance. These things aren't easy. And a lot of us right now are, um, are coming under a lot of pressure. So the aim is, of course, to transcend the physical material plane while st still being an active and productive member of society. I know that sounds a bit highfalutin, but really that is the aim or the goal of the spiritual uh, of the spiritual journey. And um, it does feel as if the way I equate it is, um, if you imagine human consciousness right now, you know, a vice or, or a, a compression device. Imagine um, like uh, where grapes would be crushed. Uh, it is, um, it does feel as if, as I'm saying, that consciousness is more and more being tightly squeezed and this is causing so much, so much stress and all of our old delusions and fears and falsehoods, we're having to, we're having to face them because it's as if that level of consciousness which is based on fear, which is an illusion anyway, which is a delusion, is we're, we're, no long, we're no longer going to be able to live in that. In the same way that I think that the reason why a lot of um, political systems are now just basically becoming uh, tyrannical is because we can no longer give our power away. And on a higher, higher kind of metaphysical level, what's happening here on Earth is we're being forced to step into our sovereignty. We can no longer blame the experts we can no longer blame you know the uh, the political business class we've 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 got to do it for ourselves and um question remains what is our personal role in all of this chaos of the external world you know what is what is the deeper perspective in terms of the idea of collapse catastrophe and apocalypse which it does seem that um, we could be well be uh, about to experience. And um, I always, I have the adage that, um, you know, as much as it, um, it's important to keep abreast of what's going on in the external world, I do think that if something's going to affect you, then it will come knocking directly on your door. Um, think of when you've lost a relative out of the blue or a loved one or a friend and that's when tragedy and loss you know really does strike us and, and, and affects us really really deeply and it can feel as if our world in that moment when we hear the news is like our own personal collapse catastrophe or apocalypse if you will so I wouldn't worry too much on focusing on exter external events um, I know that's a message as much for me because being a kind of someone that likes to keep up with the latest news and developments, uh, it can be hard. It can be hard for me to detach. And I know five years ago when my dad died, unfortunately, out of the blue, he collapsed and died of an aneurysm. He was very healthy at the time. And I know that it did feel like my world was at an end on that day in May 2016. So just, just bear in mind that whatever goes out there in the internal world, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be impacted. You may be in a part of the world that, you know, manages to to uh, make it through all these disruptions and the storm and 
your life is largely unaffected. It does just depend where you are in the world, to be honest. So just moving on, it's part of this is we live in a media-driven age and you know, we suffer from information overload. We're constantly looking outside ourselves for meaning and understanding, I should say, or at least I do. <laughs> and uh, we look to external events or predictions to validate our personal viewpoint. I think it's important to detach from what I'm... This thought just came to me in recent days when I was prepping this episode was more and more... Um, quite noisy, the birds today, aren't they? Um is to detach from the noise that's why i call it all of this the external news all of these traumatic events i just consider it more and more as noise um because if when you make the journey within if anything significant happens out there in the world then you're gonna know then we'll know soon enough like i was just saying when my dad died unfortunately and I'm sure you've all experienced your own loss. And on that day, you know, as I said, it does feel as if your own personal world has come to an end. And I'm not saying we should be ignorant and deny what's happening, because no one can deny what's happening to the economy. Uh, we don't know the degree to which it's planned. Uh, that's debatable and questionable. So it's important to remain vigilant and prepare accordingly. I don't mean being filled with anger, but maybe get some extra supplies in and at the same time to remain focused on your life purpose because we have very little or none, to be honest, control over external events as they unfold going forward. And really, um, if you think of it on a kind of a soul level, on a higher, higher level, um, whatever happens to us, in terms of our physicality is ultimately guided by our soul's journey so if you're in an or you know if you happen to be uh, somewhere on the san andreas fault line in the world and uh, it may be that you you survive an earthquake or a flood and that your higher self will guide you to a safe place so the point is not to stress too much about these um external events um, but personally, if you were to ask me, I do think that um, in this winter month, in these, sorry, in these winter months, I think we are going to be in for some tough economic times. But I don't know how that's going to play out because in the past I've made predictions and um, I've had egg uh, all over my face. <laughs> so I don't really I don't really go in for predictions anymore because that can be um, a little bit of make you look foolish especially when you share it with friends, family, um, and online, to be honest. So, um, yeah, other than to prepare in terms of getting supplies in, make sure it's prudent to make sure that we all have our personal affairs in order, get out of debt as much as possible. And also just little things like um, only make commitments to people in terms of perhaps, sorry, new projects, businesses, friendships, uh, things like that. Only commit to those that you know that you can honour. Don't overcommit yourself at this time, because uh, we just uh, you don't really know what's going to happen to the world. And also, just these are obvious things. Always live with integrity, because uh, I think whatever does happen in these coming months, the brewing storm, I think we're all going to be tested on an emotional level. 
And in terms of keeping up to information, in terms of the alternative media, try not to get too much drawn into uh, things like uh, doom porn, because I know in recent months I've uh, daily checked out Hal Turner radio show, and he really is an exponent of <laughs> all the worst case scenarios. I'm not saying the news that he shares is not true, but I'm just saying, you know, a lot of this sort of chest thumping uh, doom porn, um, which is uh, stoking fear and anxiety, which can lead to depression, um, it's probably best avoided at this time. And I know from my own personal experience just how addictive dark information can, be can become. And as I've said before in Discerning Consciousness podcast, it took over my life and nearly destroyed me in the process. So just um, just keep an eye out for that. I was, um, this was between about 06 and 2010, I was constantly checking, researching all the plots, subplots, mysteries, intrigues, scandals, disinformation and misinformation of the global conspiracy, so to speak. So I think a lot of that information is, is, is um, the further down you go, these rabbit holes, is not for the vulnerable or faint-hearted or those like myself of a ner nervous disposition. So when you are doing that research, tread wisely and uh, tread carefully, I should say as well. So just to um, round things up on this particular episode, um, in terms of just some of the fundamental principles of what I've been talking about, um, on a deeper level really, we all know that change is inevitable and a cyclical process. Uh, we see it in nature all and around us now as we head into the autumn or the fall. Um, and that there's nothing to fear. Death and rebirth are just the key um, components of existence uh, that we can't, live in we can't live in denial of. And if we have no attachments in life, um, then we'll be fine even if the worst case scenarios do become a reality, as I say, with this storm that appears to be about to, to hit so as always remain focused on your own path and how you can be of service to your own friends family loved ones and local communities because no one knows what's going to unfold in these coming weeks and months in spite of so many uh, predictions and always try to keep in mind a clear vision of the future you desire for yourself and your loved ones. Because remember, we are constantly manifesting the world through our thoughts and through our mind. And the world, as we know, is created by our thought forms. And um, in recent weeks, I've had to keep checking in with myself whilst looking at sites, as I said just now, like Hal Turner radio show. And remember that I need to um, input more positive stuff, shall we say, as well. And uh, try to be, um, try to uh, keep my creative flow uh, as much as possible. And also, as human beings, we, cr we crave certainty. Um, so, you know, it can be uh, difficult when... The future is so uncertain at this uh, challenging time. And as many people have said, um, you know, this could be what we're living through now, the most critical point in human history, which when you think about it, that is kind of mind blowing, isn't it? To think that we're alive at this time, 
which does uh, lend credence to the viewpoint that we are here for a reason. So if you've been struggling, a bit like me and quite a lot of us with the energies in recent weeks, and struggling to find your purpose and feeling depressed and anxiety and full of anxiety, I think it's always it's always um, yeah prudent to keep that in mind that we are here for a reason. And you know it takes a lot of courage to internalize that particular understanding that we're here for a specific reason and then live a normal life with all of its day-to-day -day pressures and strains um, so yeah just keep that in mind and um, I know that it's it's all too easy to become cynical and feel jaded and overwhelmed when considered it when considered considering sorry the enormity of the plight of mankind and the kind of sort of changes just not on an economic level but on an, on an energetic level as well the profundity of all of that so we do need to try and remain centered and, and live our lives whilst being kind-hearted and true true to ourselves and true to others that's all we can really do and somebody i've been researching um who's been who shared some amazing information i just want to leave you guys on a positive note there's a guy called Ian Lungold, and he was a Mayan researcher and historian. Historian, Unfortunately, I think he passed away in about 2000, 2004, 2005. I'm not sure exactly. But his website and all his material is still, um, is still available. And his presentations are available on um, YouTube. Amazing information uh, about the Mayan calendar and actually what we're going through right now. And his, just so his uh, surname is spelt Lungold, so it's L-U-N-G-O-L-D. Yeah, and his presentations are amazing because they contextualise, as I say, what we're going through right now. And uh, I've watched um, uh, one particular video uh, several times and taken notes because it's it's absolutely amazing. He's absolutely spot on, amazing man, absolutely spot on real tragedy that he he unfortunately died he died so young and just basically what you'll gain from what i took from the information he was sharing amazing information is the ine the inevitability of the progression and growth of consciousness on this planet so we are definitely moving to a much more um profound and uh heart-centered world now, how we reach there is anyone's guess. And like I just said, I'm not making anyone pr any predictions. As you'll see from his presentation, the predatory forces that preyed on this planet for thousands of years, that level of consciousness or energy, if you prefer, will no longer be able to exist as we go through this shift. So I think the story, it does end well, but it's just... <laughs> how we make it through to the final chapter so yeah ian lungold go and check out his work um he um he really does share an inspirational message and he is a very very good speaker so thank you all for tuning in to the latest episode today i hope you um have got just some idea of what i mean by this idea of um a storm that could be about to hit you might have your own views on this particular um, subject so I do very much um, appreciate your input and if you would like to speak to me here at Discerning Consciousness Podcast best way is to um, is to email me and my email is dc 
podcast at gmx.com. I repeat that. That's DC podcast at gmx.com. So I welcome um, all of your comments, good and bad. So thank you. Um, thank you so much for your time today, for listening. I wish you uh, a happy, uh, I wish you a happy Halloween, Sawain. Uh, I hope, um, hope it brings you um, some powerful, uh, some powerful energies. And um, yeah, I'll speak to you all again very soon. Bye for now. Thank you.